All righty, here we go. It's episode 83 of a brand new, spanking new, fresh off the presses. We're actually doing a lot. Uh, episode 83 of the Odd Cheese Podcast. Jason Martinez, Harry Mays. What's going on, H? Uh, we've got a lot going on, actually. A lot of Christmas parties, a lot of happy hours that I, w- I am attending this week. A uh, very busy week leading into the uh, Christmas holiday, and we got um, a lot of football on tap. I love how the NFL has, you know, they got a game tonight, and then they got games Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. They're going to wow. take over the whole week. And remember when the NBA used to think that they owned Christmas Day? Mm-hmm. And they still have those five games spread out on ESPN and ABC throughout the day. The Sixers are actually a part of it. I believe they play the Heat on Christmas Day. Uh, but the NFL just says, you know what? We're going to take it. Move yeah. over. <laughs> you guys came up with a good idea. Right. And, uh, it seems like you're getting some audience. So we're going to go ahead and steal it all now. We're just going to take it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for doing our uh, research for us. Yeah. People will watch sports on Christmas. On nice. Christmas, yeah. Yeah. And That's unbelievable. Actually, I've been complaining a lot, as you know, because I do it on this podcast and anywhere else that people will let me complain about the NFL this year, because I think it's really been a down year overall. Uh, you know, forget about what the Eagles have done the last three weeks. That that stands on its own. We'll We'll get into that. But there hasn't been there's not a lot of really good teams. There hasn't been, you know, the primetime games have pretty much sucked now that they've stretched it out. You know, we have Thursday, Sunday and Monday night games and a lot of them by and large. And I know they can't help this because guys get hurt. But when the quarterbacks of these teams get hurt, I mean, the product just suffers uh, beyond belief. And it's really been a bad year for that. Uh, so I've been complaining, but this weekend it's actually pretty good. You got Eagles, of course, in in a game now that has taken on a different tone since the the three game losing streak. They have to win this game. They're heavily favored. They're at home against the Giants and Tommy Cutlets and his manager, who I'm sure will be prominently displayed uh, for all the television cameras, the guy who looks like he's right out of central casting for a mafia movie or, yeah. or a Netflix series or something. Uh, but we got that this week, and that's that's Christmas Day at 4.30, so that that's a good one. You got the Dallas Cowboys playing a game that now has taken on a different tone because they're now in first place in the division, ahead of the Eagles with the tiebreakers, and they're going to Miami for Christmas Eve day at 425. That's a great game to watch. Yeah. And then we got Saturday, Uh, Saturday games, Bengals, Steelers, not too bad. I know we got backup quarterbacks. Um, And what else we got? Well, there's, I think there's a Peacock game, which I will not be watching because I don't do Peacock. The Bills and the Chargers, that game stinks anyway. But Sunday, Monday, we got some pretty good football. So I'm excited about that. Um, what do you think of having, you know, an Eagle game on Christmas Day? Now, you don't have kids, so let's just. Right. But but right. What, what is your opinion on the NFL or the Eagles in particular hosting the gents on Christmas? I'm OK with it. I mean, I remember back in the day when I was uh, at the Fanatic and we used to do the postgame, pregame, postgame stuff. And the Eagles played the Cowboys, I remember, on a Christmas day. And I had to do postgame. Uh, responsibility. So that kind of interfered with my dad was, you know, working a couple hours and had to prep, watch the game, go out at halftime to the, to the studio, watch the second half. It was a work day and I was okay with that. That's what you sign up for when you do the job, you know, in, in media where you're covering football and, and sports. 
And I think it gives the fans, you know, a nice day with the family. And then you can settle in and watch a little Eagles football. And then it's over by 7.30. You can, you know, relax, have some second helpings of some food, dessert, maybe open up a couple more bottles of wine. It's a, it's a good day. Yeah, you were playing a little catch-up on the uh, eggnog on that day then, I would assume, with the Lima. Oh, yeah. that Yeah, that was a, that was a late night. Was she buckled when you got home, huh? No. <laughs> Still passed out already? Like yeah, old lady, probably, probably asleep. Yeah. 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 Hey, dr- you, you were going full-blown George Thurgood. Uh-huh. I drink alone. I drink alone. Yeah. <laughs> Only by, by myself. <laughs> that happens a lot here, actually. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> I was out uh, at a happy hour yesterday with about 25 to 30 of my old fraternity uh, guys from Shippensburg. Some I, a lot I knew really well, and some I just got to know because they were younger than me. But we had a blast yesterday at the Yard House, I think it was called, the King of Prussia at the mall there. Yeah, I know exactly where it is, yeah. And then today I'm going to Creed's, which is right down the street from the mall. That's a good good little spot. And then tomorrow night we got the 1912 Club Christmas Party. And then Saturday night we got people coming over, uh, these these ladies that my wife goes away on golf trips with, and their husbands are coming over. So it's going to be – it's balls to the wall here. Wow, you are in like – sprint mode right now yeah like it's every day you guys i should take a picture of the bar upstairs like the the kitchen counter which is now turned into the bar with oh, yeah. all the liquor it's unbelievable it looks like a full service like bar restaurant upstairs how did you and the lima take a trip down to delaware or maryland to buy the liquor no so i've gone cheaper. to weavers you know weavers used to be the spot that my parents would stop at on our way to the shore we'd go down to the delaware uh seashore when I was a kid, we didn't go to the Jersey Shore. So you're like a Dewey guy? Rehoboth? Well, just below Dewey. Yeah, the, the Indian River Inlet, which yep, is about know. six miles south of Dewey and about 17 miles north of Ocean City, Maryland. It's kind of right near Bethany Beach and all that yeah, area down there. Beautiful. Really nice, really nice. But we'd stop at Weavers, which is like in northeast Maryland on a back road that that got us hooked up with the way to get down to the shore. And that's where they'd load up that my dad would go in there with shopping carts yep. and just fill it up. <laughs> and during the pandemic, I went down there and loaded up actually, cause you couldn't get the, you know, the liquor stores in Pennsylvania were closed for a while. Cause there were states. So I went down to Maryland. Yeah. Yeah. So you took yeah. the trek down to Maryland. Um, yeah. My dad, whenever like my parents would have a party or something, my dad would make the trip to Delaware and Delaware for us where I live. Yeah. Is 10 minutes. Right. Um, right. But now the cops apparently, they they sit in the liquor store parking lot. And if you have PA tags, you go in and load up. They'll ticket you because you can't take alcohol over state lines. Wow. So now we're coming to your state to be a, a customer and give you money. And wow. you're going to give us a ticket. So yeah. I guess you need like a fake Delaware tag. Yeah, maybe. I guess so. You know, you got to yeah. get one of those. Yeah, apparently they bust people for that. They don't bust people for going to the uh, Concord Mall, though, Harry. No, to, get ta- to go tax-free shopping. Tax-free but, shopping. Yeah, you yeah. go down to the get get a diamond ring at what? Doesn't Bernie Robbins have a place in Delaware? There, that might be Bernari. <laughs> Leon Bernari, goes old thing. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, they, they, they won't they won't bust you for that. But it, but liquor, that's off oh, limits. Yeah, yeah. Can't, can't take that across state lines. God no. forbid. No. I mean, Jesus, prohibition all over again in this fucking country. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of um having the game on a holiday like Christmas. Yeah. And here's why. It's not because of me, because I don't mind watching it. You know, I don't have a tongue going. At that point in the day, 4.30 in the afternoon, you know, Christmas is done by 9 a.m. It starts at like 8 and it's over by 9, basically, okay. except for the dinner. And, 
you know, having family over and the whole thing. But yeah, um, I, I feel bad for the people that have to work. You know, the well, thousands like of at the stadium, stadium yeah, the stadium, yeah, TV yeah. people, all those. Yeah. I mean, they're there all like for a four thirty game. The TV crews loading in at six a.m. I know local guys. That's what you sign up for, though. You you know, when when you're working in that environment, that you you know that that's part of the deal. Yeah, I know, I get it, you know? but I, I don't like it for all those people that have to miss out on their holiday because the NFL wants to capitalize on that. So yeah. I'm, you know, I'm a I'm a union man, Harry. I'm for the people. Yeah, yeah, you're for the people. I'm yeah. not. <laughs> you're for the entertainment. <laughs> um, so. What do you do? You think the Eagles just take care of business? I mean, they're a broken team right now. Har they are. They're they're firing coaches. Yeah. Um, decide the whole thing, and yep. Nick Sirianni saying that they were playing for. Did he really say they're playing for a pass interference call in that last play? Yeah. I mean, come on. That, that that's. I mean, hope's not a strategy. Har. That that's your reach there. I mean, you know, they outplayed Seattle Did. for fifty eight minutes of that game. And the defense, I thought, played well and much better, much better in red zone defense. And then they give up a 92-yard drive in the final two minutes to a backup quarterback uh, where Bradbury, who had been victimized all afternoon, all of a sudden is in single coverage uh, you know, against uh, Smith and Jigba, who was a really good wide receiver out of Ohio State. Now, how that happened, I don't know. I don't know if it's a screw-up with Brown, who's a, a rookie. Maybe he made the wrong read. And, and left Bradbury down there, you know, all his lonesome. It was a really good throw and a touchdown. And it was a gut punch. I mean, I actually fell asleep somewhere in the third, late third quarter and uh, woke up and the game was already over. And I checked my phone. I'm like, holy shit, they lost. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. So I had to go back and watch it in the morning because I was coming on with Nick Kale to talk about it. And I was just like blown away. I'm like 92 yards in a minute and 20 seconds. It was two big plays, and both of them were against Bradbury. He actually was targeted eight times in that game and gave up seven completions for 116 yards and allowed a quarterback rating of 118.8 in those eight throws. You believe that? That's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, I I couldn't believe they lost it. I I really couldn't. I'm watching this game, and I'm going, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, and then what's worse, you know – and then the loss is hearing the quarterback afterwards saying that he doesn't think everybody's all in yeah, and all committed. That is really, I mean, that's not some talk show host coming on the radio after the game saying that, okay, that's the, the leader of the team sensing that his team is not committed 15 weeks into a season where you were at one point, you know, 10 and one just a couple yeah. of weeks ago. They, they haven't played their best football, but they still were 10 and one without right. doing it. Right. And, you know, you look at you go, okay, a team that went to the Super Bowl and lost, got off to a ten and one start. The, do players start going, eh, we're we're so good, we don't need to be committed. And now they've paid a very steep price for that. And things are in turmoil. Yeah. So I mean, it is chaos what, what's going on down there. And you know, a lot of people questioning Sirianni and the decisions and and obviously when Jalen Hurts says commitment, that is that ain't some donkey lineman saying it. No, I mean, yeah, right. He's the spokesperson for the team. Yeah. It's not some guy on a special teams. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not Chris Marigos hire. Right, and, and you know, of course, then you know, we found out since the last time you and I did a, an episode that Slay had surgery, so he wasn't available. He gets yeah. his knee scoped. Uh, the whole Deshaun Desai being demoted, and Patricia, who was a consultant 
which I even forgot about that, that he was a consultant on the team, gets elevated to the D.C. role, which is really bizarre in the middle of a season where, you know, you're you're trying to run down a, an NFC, you know, a number one seed in the NFC, which is now off the table. Forget about the one seed and, and yeah. home field. San Francisco, even if they lose to Baltimore, they have a, they have Baltimore, Washington, and then the Rams. And the Rams are playing some pretty good football. Two possible games that they could lose. I don't think they're going to lose either one of them, but they're not losing to Washington. Yeah. So even if they did lose one of those games, they have a cushion now for home field. So that's off the table. Now, all of a sudden, right now, as of today, you're going to Tampa Bay to play a playoff game on the road. Dallas is at home where they play so much better. They're awful on the road, but they're great at home. And I know the Eagles are better than Tampa Bay, but you never like to have to go on the road when, when just a couple of weeks ago you were leading the NFC. Yeah. I mean, it's all just gone sideways. Yeah, totally sideways. And it, it just puts you in peril. Yeah. It just it just puts what didn't look like would be in peril. Now it, it them advancing in the playoffs to a significant, you know, portion is going to be very much in peril. And yeah. I, and I don't so- know how you stem this momentum of collapse that they're in. That's the thing. Can you can you, you know, put a stop to the momentum of them falling? That's well, the big key. I don't know how to do it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the con- I keep going back to the comments from the quarterback. Maybe that was the wake-up call. Maybe, maybe that was what, what he was doing there, you know, trying to really grab the attention of his teammates and being like, you know, this is – like, we got to run the table here. Yeah. Like, this is a must-win. I saw 91 LSXers put it up there. Is, is Christmas Day a must-win? He's being tongue-in-cheek. I get it. But, yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> he says, is Christmas a must-win? 6-1-0. Yes. Well, that's like it. Preseason week three, is it a must-win? 6-1-0. Right. They lost the first two. Yeah. You know, the whole thing. So <laughs> this guy goes, <laughs> he goes, TJ goes, Jason's saying the whole thing more oh. than cuz. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You didn't work with him. I did. So I had to hear about the whole thing. You know, the whole thing. <laughs> I'm like, what whole thing? Uh, that might be the, the thing I love the most about your impression. That wasn't originally in there. I added no. that late too, Harry. Yeah. Because I just started realizing, I'm like, huh. Uh, uh, he would always say, uh, forget about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, be, yeah. I'd be like <laughs> ranting. He'd be like, hey, forget about that. Yeah, right. Right. Never mind what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let, let me take out a chainsaw and cut your legs off. How about right. that? Right, right, right. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, man. But how about the last four possessions in that game, three of which I believe were in the fourth quarter, for this offense that is just so predictable and so, like, lack of creativity. I can't get over it. Did you see Chris McCaffrey calling out their plays? Yeah. I can call the plays. I know what's coming. Uh, 77 yards in offense, five first downs, two punts, and two turnovers. Mm. I mean, really? Unreal. Yeah. Yeah, that it it's starting to look like a choke, and that it was all kind of smoke and mirrors in the beginning of the year, even though they were ten and one. Yeah, we'll see where that, well, a lot of the conversation, Harry, has been is Jalen Hurts, Carson Wentz, because Wentz had that great year mm-hmm. when you and I were doing the show. Oh year, yeah, twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah, and you know he's an MVP candidate, even though he got hurt and he was phenomenal. But then the wheels just fell off his game. Mm-hmm. You know, between the years, the whole thing just. Get a bunch of injuries too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, overall, it is did we overvalue Hertz too early? Because if they did, then you're in serious trouble because you just paid him a ton of dough. Mm-hmm. 
You know, that was the first game, I believe, this season that the Eagles lost when they had 25 or more rushing attempts in the game. Now, I know oh. the quarterback ran the ball a lot, and I, I wanted to see him getting back to using his legs, but I don't need him being the leading rusher on the team, and he was on well, Monday he's night. sick, too. Yeah, I know he was sick. Yeah, that was the he's other development that. that came out over the yeah. weekend. You know, all of a sudden, your quarterback's sick. You were down one of the guards. Jurgens was out. And then uh, Dickerson uh, gets hurt. He's going to miss, uh, I believe, this week. Something wrong with his finger. Mikey uh, Miss saw him at the surgeon. Oh, yeah? Did you see that tweet? No. Mikey Miss said he was in uh, Monday morning at like 6.30 a.m. At the, at the surgery place to get a procedure done on his knee. And he hears Dickerson, Landon. They call out his name. And he said he turned around and there's Landon Dickerson. No kidding. At Rothman, I think it was. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then people, that's a HIPAA violation on you, Mikey Miss. Yeah, jeez, come on. <laughs> Mikey, Mikey Miss getting cut on by the uh, NFL doctors? Uh, he, only the best, huh? Oh, man. Yeah, you know, he's got to get back out to that hard, that fast-pitch hardball league. But that was the first time they lost uh, running the ball that much. Uh, and you go back to Nick Bosa. I know when Nick Bosa made these comments after the, the Niners game, a lot of people went crazy on it. Because he didn't do really anything in the game. Lane Johnson handled his ass yeah, in that football game. But what he did, what he said was that he thought that his team put out the blueprint for for handling defending Jalen Hurts. Now, despite him not doing anything, Jalen Hurts since then is 0 3 with 638 passing yards in three games, mm -hmm. only one passing touchdown, two interceptions, and a quarterback rating of 71 now do wow. you know where if, if you were at 71 for the season do you know who you're in company with you're in company with some guys that aren't even starters when the year begins well bailey zappy for new england Duh. and bryce young the rookie first uh overall pick playing for carolina he's having all kinds of issues uh with that team those guys are right around 70 71 so that's the level that he has played at the last three games yeah and he's interesting I don't know what illness he's dealing with, um, but, you know, it, it's been dicey for him, too. So mm -hmm. I, I don't know if they get it straightened out, but, you know, this team, I don't know. I don't know what remains in store for this Eagle season. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, do you think Seth Joyner was happy? How they ran the ball 25 times, even though well, they lost? Yeah, I'm sure he was. But then he wasn't happy because he went to this cigar bar in Concha Hocken, and he's a member in there right on uh, Fayette Street. Um, my old buddy used to own it, doesn't own it anymore. And he they weren't allowed in because his buddy, apparently, that he brought as a guest had sweatpants on, and he went off on Twitter. Oh, I did see that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, come on. Let the guy in for a one-off. I mean, do you really, do you really need this smoke? Look, pardon the pun. If you've got you know, standards for your club. Oh, come on. And you got to be dressed. You can't be showing up. And what are you wearing? A passion? It's, it's, you know, it's a cigar bar. Relax. Yeah, well, some places are highfalutin, Harry. Jeez. I've been told. People wear sweatpants all over the place now. It's, it's like normal. Well, in South Philly, yeah. I, I mean, I see. They three wear a sweatsuit. Yeah, I see three or four different ads during sports programming for these comfortable sweatpant-like pants for men where they're, they're wearing them all over the place to work everywhere. It's becoming normal. Well, this guy probably had on a pair of like, you know, grays. You I know? don't know. I don't know about Can't that. Be showing up like that. Seth's never happy. Matter <laughs> of fact, in 2017, that season when he worked with us on Mondays, when they played Seattle, he almost killed me. I remember that. Because of the lateral. I remember that. Seth yes. did not understand the laws of inertia, Harry. 
Yeah, yeah. That's the scowl that he gave you. Oh my god! I thought it, I thought you were going to drop right yeah. there. I thought I, I was like, okay, I got to dig in here, and I got to, yeah. you know, I got to make him understand he's wrong without mm-hmm. getting myself killed. Right in the right. process. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Jalen hurt seventeen turnovers this year. Everybody talks about Josh Allen with all the turnovers. He's got 17 as well. Well, Jalen Hurts is right there with him. Wow. 12 picks and five fumbles lost. Mm. So not uh, a good, not a good thing. It's the curse of Dom DeSandro. Dom? Yeah, they haven't won the a game. Line. Yeah, they haven't won a game since. Um, T from the 203 says, Jason Harry, who's the Aji's podcast donkey of the year? Well, hmm. you're gonna have to make that call. That's it's not problem. it's not Tortorella. I can tell you that it's not Joel Embiid because since we called him out on this podcast, he's been incredible. He's been unbelievable. And they've been playing donkey teams. Yeah. Now you know they've had a stretch of like the Wizards, the Pistons, the Bulls, yeah, all the Drek. the dreck of the NBA. But to their credit, they're crushing. Yeah. Each one of those teams. So. Did you see um, the Lakers unveil their uh, midseason tournament banner, Harry? Yeah. How about that? The yeah, in-season a, tournament yeah. banner. Are you serious? In that I mean, city. That, that's that, that would be like Duke putting up uh, the Diamond Head Classic in Hawaii Christmas tournament banner yeah. on the rafters at Cameron Indoor Stadium. I'm it, serious. It, it's the Lakers. All the banners. This is the Lakers. Okay, mm-hmm. they don't. You don't recognize in-season tournaments. That's a joke. Yeah, I, I was like, oh my god, are we kidding? You've got yeah. to be kidding me, right? Come on. That'd be like the Montreal Canadiens hanging a banner uh, for for winning the. Um, you know, one of those New Year's Day outdoor games against Winter the Toronto Classic. Maple Leafs or something. The Heritage Classic, Harry, there, there Calgary. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's oh, just come silly. on. Um, yeah, the Flyers have been steaming lately. Um, since they lost that game on November 8th, Harry, to San Jose. Remember San Jose was 0-11? Yes. They got their first win against the Flyers, 2-1. Right. Since that game, the Flyers have gone 13-3-2. and Wow. And so the two, obviously, they got points and they they went to extras. So that's twenty eight points. Uh, I think in that stretch, thirteen. So that's sixteen. Um, it, it's a lot. Whatever it is, thirteen. You get two points for the win, right? Yeah, two points for the win. So then twenty six the and one point for the right. Twenty eight. Yeah. You can't yeah, do that job. math. No, I'm not very good at it. They no. said there'd be no math here. Um, but since you know, since then they've been unbelievable. The power play still stinks, but that's the best record in the National Hockey League. Now they're in a rebuild. Now, I want to ask mm-hmm. you this theoretical question, because a lot of times people, you know, think a rebuild has to losses have to come with a rebuild. Right. There's you usually a lot lose. of pain that comes along with a rebuild. Yeah. Right. And, you know, you get to me, a rebuild is not, you know, the the, the signature of a rebuild is not losing. The signature of a rebuild is the plan and the strategy and the execution of the general manager in the front office and how okay. they conduct themselves. And despite the fact that they're winning, does that mean that the rebuild can still be going on? Cause they're in the second spot in the Metro. Mm-hmm. I mean, basically, you know, if they're going to make the playoffs and a cutoff is 95 points, they got to get 56 points in their final 51 games. Obviously very achievable. Yeah. That's okay. So th- does, if they make the playoffs, does that mean that the rebuild is gone? Now they're not going to go out and add. They even may subtract, send some guys on. No, they're still in the rebuild. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, they're still in the rebuild. Yeah, losing's not bad in a rebuild, and it gives the general manager a shitload of leverage. Mm-hmm. We don't have to trade anybody. 
Right. But if you want to overpay for one of our guys who are playing well because the team's succeeding, then they have more they have more leverage and they have more value on the open market. So you don't think that they would be a team that would be adding at the deadline no if way. they're they're in second place in the division behind the Rangers? Nope. Really? No, I think if anything, they'll subtract. I think it's wow. way more likely. I think it's like a 90% chance they subtract some. And I think there's about a 1% chance they add. Hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they add anything. Huh? Yeah. How do you think that's going to go over? You think the fan base will understand that? I think the fan base is totally is trying to figure out how to act. Cause a, we're not used to a rebuild with the flyers. <laughs> B um, you know, the other part of it is, you know, saying you want to rebuild easy living through a rebuild is not. Mm-hmm. If you, people thought they should tear it down. They were never going to do that. They couldn't. So the, the fans are trying to figure out what to make of all this, you know, like how mm. to, how do you, this team had no expectations. Right. So how are they processing the fact that all their underlying numbers, all their advanced stats, all their eye test with the exception of the power play is all good. Like, do you, do you think it's, it's sustainable? Yeah, yeah, because they're not just goalieing teams. Like they're getting good goaltending. But the goaltend, this backup goaltender has been a blessing. Yeah, Harrison, he's been really good. He's going again tonight too. Hart's been out with dealing with some kind of illness hmm. that he's trying to. I don't know. I'm not sure what it is, but he said he got some answers. But I think he's going to play tomorrow. Does he have but, what you have? No, I, I, I don't think so. But, um, but overall, I mean, they've gotten good. But all the underlying numbers are good. They defend well. They, mm-hmm. they play off the rush. They play way faster in transition. It's all there. Like, it's legit. But, and you go, well, is it sustainable? Well, why wouldn't it be? Because it's process is all good and the players are executing it. I mean, they've dressed 24 or 10 guys under 24, 24 and under. Hmm. That's a rebuild. Wow. In today's NHL. So, I don't know where it's going to go, but uh, Torch has been a pleasure to deal with of late. So, that's good. <laughs> Well, he's doing a fantastic job. Is he in the lead for coach of the year? Gotta be, right? Yeah. I guess him, so. maybe Laviolette's in that mech in that mechs as well with the yeah. Rangers. Yeah. But the I'm Rangers fine. have so much more talent, though. Yeah, but they were a team that underachieved. And he goes in there, he gets immediate results. That's what that's what Lavi That's does. what he does. Yeah. Year yeah. one, year two. His message is great. Year three, it's like they just want him to shut up. Right. Isn't that funny so, how that happens in that sport? Yeah, I think it's because every two years, Harry, you know, players growing up get a different coach every two years. Right. Like two years. As they're, as they're being pushed coach. up through the system. They're yep. constantly getting a new voice, yep. every, you know, every 18 to 24 months. And it's like, yep. yeah, I, I've, I've talked to some other people that are big hockey people and they agree with that. Like, that's yeah. their theory, too. Um, by the way, we should comment on the uh, departure, the announcement on Monday and departure of our good buddy, John Marks. Yeah. Um, leaving WIP, the afternoon Marks and Reshow. WIP. He leaves it number one in the market for a very long time. He was there seven years total. I think he did afternoons about five and a half of those years. Right. Quickly ascended to number one and remained there uh, for the entirety of his tenure. And he announced on Monday that he is leaving the show. Right. Um, Wednesday was his last show, I believe. Yeah. Yesterday was yesterday. the last show. Yeah. Um, and that, uh, you know, he wants to, he's never home for dinner. He's got three young daughters. Yeah. And, you know, when you do that show, you get off at six. Like a lot of people think sports radio. Oh, yeah, you just work four hours a day. Two to yeah, six. no, that's not no. the way it works. Yeah. Marks was in there by 830 in the morning and not getting home until 730 at night, you yeah. know, preparing the show and, and all that stuff. And not only that, even when you're not there and you're doing the talk show 
everything in your life is preparing for the next show. Right, right. Every you're constantly moment. thinking about what, you know, gaining more content. Yeah, you're texting yeah. your your text group of your producer and co-host. Hey, pull this sound for tomorrow. We can mm-hmm. do this with it. You know, yep. that's not that. So he walks away from the show. And I, I got to tell you, that talk took some really big balls mm-hmm. to walk away from that show. Yeah, especially with, like you said, three young kids. And, uh, you know, I don't know that his wife uh, is is working or if she is, if she's, I, I doubt she's working full time if she's working. So, yeah, that's that's a major risk. It's one thing, you know, when somebody like me did it, you know, with no kids, mm-hmm. you know, it's a totally different story. So, yeah, um, congrats on a great, great run at WI Pay. And uh, who knows what's uh, what's in store down the road. But I'm sure he's got I'm sure he's got uh, a good idea of what he's going to do. Yeah, he's always got yeah. a lot of ducks in a row. Yeah. Um, who takes over for him? Is it do they just move his producer in there? Jack Fritz? Probably. Wow. Yeah. SWIP is a fucking monster, man. I know. <laughs> Unbelievable. They, they've now replaced Ange with DeCamera and Richie and turned over the midday show, turned over after they're now going to kind of turn afternoons over. Mm-hmm. And they'll just keep chugging. Yep. Until the Fanatic can actually put something in there that can compete with them. When we were at the Fanatic, I mean, we were right we did. there with them. Yeah. We did. Yeah. There there were was, like he's a wagon, as they say right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they are. They've been a wagon. Yeah. I mean, when I was there and, and when you were there way back, too, I mean, it was it, it was just a, a well-oiled machine. Now, I was running the place, so it was a well-oiled machine. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's part of it. So, John's going to join us in two weeks. Two weeks. First, first Aji's pod after the new year. Okay, and, and you and I talked to John quite a bit. He's been on yeah you know, the IG's podcast, and we did some uh, some consulting with him along the way uh, mm-hmm. when he came to this decision. But best to him and his family. And, um, and again, that decision took a lot of lot of stones to do. Yeah, absolutely. So, are you filling in next week with uh, Bruno? Uh, well, we're filling in for uh, Nick Kale for one day. He's taking the okay. whole week off. Okay, so Wednesday, uh, the twenty seventh. We'll do the 6A to 10A spot on 1210 as a one-off. Okay. Um, yeah, the amount of money they were giving me, I could not refuse. So, I hear you. Yeah. Now, I'm watching a new show. Uh, I want to see if you've been watching this or if you've seen it already. One season in the books, and there, there's talk of a season two. We're three or four episodes in. I think there's 10 episodes. Night Agent on Netflix. I've seen the... I think I may have watched one episode. Is that the one where the the phone rings? And yes. Was, yeah. Yes. In the basement of the White House. Yeah. This, this FBI, cold. a young FBI agent whose father, mm-hmm. he's a legacy. And apparently his father uh, was accused of being a treasonist, um, you know, for treason. And it wasn't really true, but it's besmirched his career. So it's it's really pretty good. And there's one season of it, you said? There's one season so far, and there's talk of a season two. And he's got to save some girl or something like that, I think so, right? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give it a, a shot. I, I have not watched, like, binge-watched a show in so long. When I got free time, I'm doing the racing hair. Oh, jeez. Yeah. 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 Joey B, sanctions night agent. Yes. I got um, nothing. I got nothing for you with all that. All right, anything else you want to get to? I'm going to keep it short today. Yeah, I'm dealing with this fucking stomach issue. Oh. Yeah, I know. I got a happy hour to go to. I got to watch Temple basketball this afternoon at three ah, o'clock. Geez. Yeah, and, and here's the the breaking news overnight, or, or I think it was late, late last night. I told you a couple of weeks ago that 
EJ Warner, the quarterback, put his name in the transfer portal after having two really productive years as the starting quarterback as a true freshman, Kurt Warner's son, okay, yep. from Arizona. They live out in Arizona. He put up record setting numbers for the football program with yards and touchdowns and puts his name in the portal. Guess where he ends up? Florida. Huh. Yeah, right. I could accept that. Okay, if you if he ended up in Florida, Rice University. Why? Within the conference, a different owl, the Rice Owls down in Houston, which is a really good academic school. It's it's really like it's up there with like Vanderbilt. Yeah. As far as academic academic, it's not school. quite Ivy League, but it's a notch no. below, like Dartmouth. I it's Dartmouth's not. It's good. not like it's kind of like a, a Stanford Vanderbilt kind of thing. Yeah. But their athletics really are not good. Like they haven't had a good football team. I think they're six and six this year, and that's like a good year for them. A total lateral move. Now I don't know if he was trying to get a. I'm sure he was trying to get a power five spot, thinking he could get one, and maybe there was there was just nothing there, and and he had to take any port in a storm. But he ends up at Rice. Are you mm. kidding? Jeez, that's a slap in the face. Is he ticketed for the NFL hire when he's done when he's done college? Yeah, he's a little small. Yeah, he's a little small, but he's a nice college quarterback. Okay. Very smart, good instincts. Uh, not a not a huge arm. He's only like six foot, one hundred and eighty five pounds. I mean, he's a, uh, yeah. he's not a big guy. And that's if he'd have been a bigger guy, he'd have he'd have gotten Power Five. Yeah, uh, scholarship offers out of high school. But um, you know, wow. smart player though. That is the lateral move makes no sense. Yeah. Maybe I mean, it overvalued his hand. Maybe. I mean, it's, you know, better academics, you could say, and then maybe a little closer to home. But other than that, I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. I remember sense. seeing a lot of tweets from Kurt Warner about coming to Philly for games and stuff like that. Yeah. To watch him play. So not Condoleezza Rice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not Jerry Rice. Come on, right. you made the obvious one. Right. Or Tim Rice. Tim Rice. Wasn't uh, Tim Rice, wasn't he a baseball player? Let me see. No, you're talking about uh, Rice for the left fielder for the Red Sox. Uh, Tim Rice was an actor. Yeah. Tim Rice, uh, let's see here. He's an older fella. Yeah, you've seen Tim Rice, though. Yeah? Yeah, he's been, uh, let me see here. He's a, It was a Broadway guy and an actor. Now, I'm going to know a Broadway guy. Yeah, you'll, you'd, if you saw his face, you'd know. He's 79. Jim Rice is the Jim guy Rice. that for the Red Sox played with Freddie yes. Lynn. That's on, that, on those teams. That, yeah, that's who I was thinking of. Yeah. Um, well, not, not Mark Price. There's another good one. Mark Price. Yeah, Price. He's a basketball player. That's not Rice. Yeah, that's not Rice. <laughs> um, all right, let's wrap it up there, Harry. Uh, have a great holiday, uh, Harry. Enjoy it. Enjoy the yes. happy hours. Yeah. Uh, everybody have a good, safe holiday. We'll talk to you next week. And uh, John Marks will join us in two weeks' time here on the Aggies Podcast. Have a great holiday, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Out of all the rain, you know you're the mastermind. Rockford, Rudolph, Santa coming far behind. Rockford, Rudolph, Santa gonna make it to town. Santa making Murray telling me he can take the freeway down. Run, run, Rudolph, I'm feeling like you married around. Said Santa to a boy child, what have you been longing?